Welcome back to the podcast. We are Tom and Julie Meekins. And I'm a dad, a grandpa, and a brother in Christ. And I'm a mom, a Grammy, and sister in Christ. And together, we entered the world of special needs 25 years ago with our youngest daughter, Amy. Our desire is to help you be the champion for your kids that you want to be. We hope you find something here that will make your world a little brighter. So today's podcast is the fifth of a nine-part series, which we entitled Practical Tips to Survive COVID Education Days at Home. This series was written to bring help and hope and strategies to parents as you all know, navigate time at home, either part-time or full-time. However, you will find practical tips for all of life that can be implemented at any time. And the topics in this podcast series are settle yourself, settle the children, be flexible, laugh, have compassion, guide, don't lord over, praise first, recruit help, and keep things in perspective. In our first podcast of this series, we talked about settling yourself. We talked about taking steps to breathe and get into God's word and pray and eat chocolate yes. mm-hmm. and Check in with others for support. In our second podcast of the series, we talked about settling the children. We covered many calming techniques for the children and included physical activities and even sensory activities. Which many of our children really need. In our third podcast of the series, we talked about being flexible. We discussed things, um, listing the things that are going well, that are going well, being thankful for what we do have, and about choices we can make to help us not sweat the small stuff. We also talked about stopping to consider what our children are feeling and how to validate them, encourage them, and love them. In our fourth podcast of this series, we talked about taking the time to laugh. (laughs) Life can be pretty intense raising children, and we are often stressed about all the things on the task list that have not been done. Sometimes we cannot see the pleasurable things, the things that create lasting memories, Mm. the precious moments because of the clutter of noise in our heads and in our hearts. We suggested practical ways to intentionally set a peaceful tone and atmosphere in our homes. In our fifth podcast, we invited... This is our fifth, right? (laughs) So we invite you to listen in on our discussion on some tips on how to have compassion for the children who are, oh, nope, this was the last one. Um, We had compassion. um, We talked about having compassion for our children who are feeling our uncertainty, stress, frustrations, and overwhelm. Okay, now today on this sixth podcast (laughs) of the series, and there's a nine in this series. And this is number six. Let's spend some time on how we can lovingly guide our children. Okay, mom and dad. Do you find yourselves barking orders to get Mm -hmm. your children to comply to your wishes so that they get a good education, so they do well in therapy, so they move forward in their development, so they learn how to be good contributing members of the community? And those things are good, right? A good education, the benefits that therapy brings, uh, gaining the next level of development physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Yes, of course they are. 
wouldn't it be nice if we could just mold our children into robots who are perfectly mm. behaved? Then we could check all of the tasks that go along with those projects off the list and move on to the next thing. We try and try, and still, they don't get it, do they? They don't understand why we're punish or punishing, pushing these things, why we are working so hard to get them what they need to thrive. One thing we had to learn, Tom and I had to learn, in raising typically developing children, as well as those who had special challenges, um, that the children can't understand. Yeah. Yeah. They are children. They don't have the big picture. And I think we right. lose sight of that as parents. That is why they have us as parents, right. to bring that understanding day in and day out, year after year. I'm sure that no one among us truly wants our children to be robots. But if we're honest, isn't that the way we're operating? Yeah, many times. Sometimes we get so caught up in the details uh, of the goals that that we're trying to achieve for them, uh, with and for our children, that we forge ahead without really seeing them. We we, we don't we don't str- uh, look at their hearts. We don't look at their struggles. We don't. Sometimes we don't see their desires, their efforts, their gifts, their ca- talents, and their amazingness. Mm-hmm. So, we encourage you to stop a minute and check your parenting heart. We know that your desires for your children are noble. We know that your intentions are admirable. In your heart of hearts, what you really want to accomplish is to help your child to cherish life, foster wonder at new learning, create personal spaces where children can create and explore and grow. This is what will help our children to become their absolute best selves. When we get so focused on the schoolwork completed or the bedroom cleaned up or the new stage of development happening like accident-free potty training or new words to communicate or compliance to your every request without meltdowns or even eating what you prepare without issues. Or maybe how our children look to others. Mm -hmm. We are missing something very precious, if that's our mindset. Do our children get the impression from us that a test score, a task completed well, an uninterrupted night of sleep, compliance to every request without argument or whining, chores accomplished, perfection in cleaning up their messes, no broken objects, siblings that get along beautifully, or fill in the blank with your scenario. Do our children get the impression that those things are more important to us than who they are, what they mean to us, how God looks at them, and their ultimate worth? Look, we know that most days your task list is truly impossible. No question. That is the nature of raising children anyway. But Adding this crazy COVID life to the Hmm. mix can cause even the most efficient parent to stare off into space with a glazed look and a brain that is shutting down. Our hearts understand your plight truly. Yes, they do. We are not trying to lay guilt trip. Far from it. We just don't want us to miss the most treasured parts of parenting a child. We don't want our children to miss out on the most treasured parts of being a child and growing into their best selves. We know that you want to help your child to become the very best possible version of who they are. This is called discipleship. 
As parents, sometimes we get caught up in discipline that we forget to disciple, which is about lovingly guiding and teaching our children. There's a passage in the Bible, uh, Deuteronomy 6, verse 4 through 6. I want to read that to you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words I command you today shall be on your heart. So you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in the house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. And that goes on through uh, verse 7. So Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 7. Uh, the word of God uh, is so important to teach our children every step of the way. Always bring them back to the word of God. We know that you want to help your child to become the very best possible version of him or herself. So that filtering of scripture in everything we're teaching yes. our children is important. So we yes. need to spend some time in God's word so we know what it is that we want to be teaching our children, lovingly discipling and teaching mm -hmm. them. Building strong relationships with your children is vital. Helping your children to become the very best they can be, who God made them to be, is every loving parent's goal. We just get caught up in the tyranny of the urgent and miss the big picture sometimes. So, here are a few action steps that you can take. First of all, stop and pray. Our Creator knows you and your child so very well. Ask Him for wisdom all along the way. Check your tone of voice and think about what message your child may be receiving from it when you give him or her instructions. Ask yourself if this thing that you're asking them to do is too much for them to accomplish at this moment. Think about whether your child is understanding what is required of him or her. Check your own heart to see if you are stressed out over someone else's goal for Ooh, your child. That's a big one, a big that one we are comparing you. ourselves with other families, with other parenting styles, with other parents, what mm -hmm. is getting what we perceive to be accomplished um, in, in other families. Let's stop doing that and not stress out over, or maybe it's a teacher who has a specific goal for your child. Maybe it's a grandparent that has a specific goal for your child. Don't stress over those. You go to the Lord. You find out what does God want you to be doing with this child. And you know this child better than anybody on the planet. So you go forward in peace as you walk along the way of what God wants you to do with your child. That's a good point. And pause to look into the potential reasons for your child's misbehavior. Their overwhelm, the whining that makes us all a little crazy, the refusal to complete a task, or maybe a sassy response or a meltdown. Sometimes they just need a hug. Yeah, sometimes yeah. They, they just need us to love them and calm down ourselves right. and spend some time with them. Uh, next, you could take time each day to think about what is important to your child. Mm. Take time to observe your child's strengths. Make it a point to enjoy your child. We get lost in that sometimes mm. in, in the craziness of every day and we forget to enjoy them. Don't expect your child to know how to complete a task without proper instruction. Now you may be 
teaching them until the cows come home. But if they don't get it, it's not proper instruction, if that makes sense. Be willing to break down the steps and parts to a task for your child. Yes. Break it down. That's important. Do your best to make sure that your child understands the instructions for the job at hand. Here's a side note. We're learning about our kids every day even when they're in their 20s. Our daughter Amy is very smart, and sometimes we forget that she needs a little bit of extra time to process what we or what anyone else is talking about. In our family, we tend to be fast talkers and quickly switch to action after conversation. Think about that for a minute. Poor Amy, with her hearing loss, is often left wondering, what's next? And we are moving ahead to accomplish it already. She's 25 years old. You would think we would have that down by now. But the truth is, because she is so efficient, we're still learning that there are some inefficiencies and just how to understand better what life is like being Amy. We encourage you to do the same. Think about what life is like being your child and how you can support them to be their best self. Okay, thank you for that. Also, uh, you can give children an opportunity to communicate with you after you give instructions. You Mm. can ask them questions. Now, what did you hear? What did I say? Does that make sense? Yeah. Use other methods of instruction in addition to barking waters. Um, Maybe you can use some visual charts or play games to get the point across. You can schedule downtime with your child. Give them opportunities to spend time with you. Mama time, mama daughter time, or, yes. or, or daddy daughter time. That's, that's always fun to do. Make the most of this time to help your child know how much you love them just because they are them. Wow. So if you find yourself stressing out over what your child needs, capital N-E-E-D-S, to accomplish in a day, pause to examine your methods, your communication, what really, really honestly needs to be done, and what is going on inside of them. And I just want to say one more thing about that list we just gave you. Pick something out of there that you might want to work on. It's kind of a daunting list if you're trying to do every single one of them, but if something resonated with you, take that one thing and try to implement it with your child and see if there are some good results that come of that. We don't want you to lord over your children. We want to lovingly guide them through their growing up years. Love doesn't mean we don't require anything of them, but love does examine the who, what, when, where, how, and whys about your child and what they're doing. So we want to create a world for them where they know you are in their corner and that no matter what, you will love them unconditionally. Use the Word of God as your guide in shepherding your children. Thank you. Tune in next time on this podcast for our discussion on some tips to get into the habit of praising our kids first. Thank you for joining us today. Goodbye for now. And we invite you to check out our website, championsforparents.com, and uh, our email, championsforparents at gmail.com, and also come find us Champions for Parents on Facebook. I guess we should say goodbye now and not earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye for now. Talk to you later.